bring in our panel. We are ready to discuss AutoZone. Garrett Nelson is with us, Senior Equity Analyst at CFRA, and Seth Basham, Managing Director of Equity Research at Wedbush Securities. This is sure to be a great conversation. Glad you're both on with us. Garrett, I'll start with you. You raised the price target on AutoZone today. Um, I guess you're feeling pretty good. Tell me a little bit about what you like at the company now. Sure, thanks for having me. It was a much better than expected quarter. Uh, their earnings per share came in at uh, close to $36 a share. Consensus was just under $30. So it was a massive beat uh, driven by a much stronger than expected top line. And gross margins also came in above expectations. But you know, we think this release really helped alleviate some of the concerns surrounding the company. Uh, the first concern was slowing same-store sales growth. Uh, their same-store sales growth rates have been extremely strong over the last year or so, um, and we knew those were going to uh, those those uh, same-store sales growth rates were going to slow. They didn't slow as much as expected, and then the second concern was surrounding the gross margin pressures. Uh, the gross margins actually came in a little bit above expectations, so I think um, you know th that's what really drove the better-than-expected results, and that's why you're seeing an, a, a pop in the stock today. Right. And that's all good. You know, it's all good when you see, obviously, improved gross margins and such. Um, now, Seth, what about you? Are you in full agreement? Is there something else that you were focusing on? Wedbush has an outperform rating and a 1650 price target. Yeah, I agree in large part. And I think there are a couple other factors to consider here. One is the outsized growth for AutoZone's commercial business. That business represents about a quarter of its sales and grew over 20% in a quarter, extremely strong. It also accelerated sequentially on a two-year stack basis, which, which many investors care about. The company is further investing behind commercial growth going forward, and that's gonna keep that growth rate pretty strong. And when you consider macro factors, like the increase in miles driven that we're seeing as more cars get back on the road, uh, that should provide another tailwind, especially for the commercial business. But big picture here, the DIY business is the heart and soul of the business for AutoZone. And we saw flattish comparable store sales there, which was materially better than expected against a very difficult comparison. And the company is doing a great job holding on to its DIY customers, making them come back more frequently and reaching new DIY customers. And we expect that to persist to help drive outperformance in both the comps as well as the stock. Mm-hmm. And Seth, just to play off that DIY, that do-it-yourself uh, mentality, a friend of mine rented a car and put it on Twitter about all the fees that were tacked on to that little car rental. It ended up being incredibly expensive. Seth, as, as people are facing higher costs for new cars and rental cars, which are still really astronomical in the big scheme of things, I know you focused on AutoZone, Advanced Auto, O'Reilly, GPC. Tell me about the group overall. Yeah, you raise a good point. The elevated prices within the automobile industry for new and late model used vehicles, as well as car rentals for that matter, are leading people to hold on to their cars a little bit longer. They hold on to the existing cars, they need more maintenance and more uh, uh, repairs. That plays right into the hands of the likes of AutoZone and all the other players you just mentioned. So there are tailwinds for this industry simply because of that factor. Right. And as we look, as we look, Garrett, at, I know you have the buy rating and raise the, pr the price target up to $1,800. Um, how long does it take to get there? I mean, I guess that's a 12-month target now. What else is the company doing that's in the right space as we push this 
you talked about average age of, of autos, that people keep their cars longer. That, that's right. The stock has uh, outperformed this year. It's, you know, it's, it, it's been a very uh, good stock to have in, in, in one's portfolio, but we still see more upside. Um, that's our price target over the next 12 months. Um, I think uh, Seth raised a number of, of good points. You know, the average U.S. vehicle age is 12.1 years, the average vehicle on the road in the U.S., which is pretty incredible. Uh, that's a record high, and we expect that to continue to rise. And it's really being driven by record high new vehicle prices. Uh, the average uh, transaction price for a new vehicle is over $43,000. That's really stretching the limits of affordability for many consumers. Um, that price is up 10% almost in the past year. So um, that's really helping support automotive aftermarket demand. It's great for AutoZone as well as their competitors. The other thing that's underappreciated with AutoZone and why we like the stock so much is they've been extremely generous in returning cash to shareholders over the last two decades or so. In fact, since they began their share repurchase program in 1998, they've bought back over 85% of the out total outstanding share count of the company. So, um, so you have that boost to, to earnings per share from, from the buybacks, uh, which just acts as this uh, tailwind, which just keeps on giving for, for investors. Mm -hmm. I wonder, you know, Garrett, you talk about 12 years that people keep their cars. I mean, I don't know what it used to be, how long they kept it, but 12 years certainly sounds like a long time. And at more than $40,000 for a vehicle, I mean, I see why people are holding on longer. And I know, didn't we have many times, Garrett, talked about the electric vehicle space? I wonder how long those cars will last. And I think you said at, at one point that you had liked Fisker in that group. But I wonder where the electric vehicles, Garrett, fit into this, how long you can hold them and which ones you may like better than others. Sure. On the electric vehicle side, it's really going to be more a function of battery life, how long the battery lasts. You know, and at, at some point there will be replacement for batteries, which which are very expensive. Uh, you know, the battery is typically anywhere from 20 percent to 33 percent of the total cost of the electric vehicle depending on the battery size and the type of vehicle. So, you know, it's really going to be a, more a function of um, innovations in battery technology, you know, and how long these batteries last. And uh, Seth, I'll toss it back to you. When we look at the entire auto space, are there other names that you may like more than others? Yeah, sure. I think the auto parts retail space has a couple attractive names, AutoZone and Advanced Auto Parts are our two top picks there. And then we also cover a number of used car retailers. Uh, our favorite names within used car retailing uh, is Vroom, VRM. It's a value-oriented name relative to other players like Carvana. Um, and we think mm. that there's upside there as the company benefits from secular trends of people shopping for used cars online and the company executes better. So those are our top picks in the auto universe that we cover. That's interesting, Vroom, you know, and this is where people have been shopping you know, just like they're buying a house without seeing it, they're buying a car without seeing it. Right, Seth? Yeah, that's right. Uh, more people are comfortable buying big ticket things online, uh, cars being one of them. And the money back guarantee is where you get to test drive the car for a number of days to see if you like it. Uh, really give that reassurance to consumers to purchase something sight unseen online uh, with that much right. uh, expense. So the world is changing and companies that are designed to capitalize on it like Vroom are due to benefit. Yeah.
Yeah, it's amazing. And, you know, we didn't even talk about the shortages of chips and the, the headwinds that these companies face. Garrett and Seth, thank you both. Love having you on. Thanks for being here today. Garrett Nelson, Senior Equity Analyst at CFRA. Seth Basham, Managing Director, Equity Research at Wedbush Securities. Thank you.